Hello, this is Big Papa J. And you are listening to Mysterious Encounters, the storytelling podcast where we ask the question what if this happened to you? Welcome to Mysterious Encounters, where we explore the fascinating and often mysterious world of paranormal activity. In this episode, we talk about the topic of an unexplained person in the TV. Whether you believe in the existence of ghosts, supernatural spirits or not, there are countless reports of unexplained events and eerie encounters that cannot be easily explained. But... What happens when these encounters take place within our homes, within our entertainment centers? There have been numerous reports of strange occurrences taking place inside televisions, including unexplained noises, shadowy figures, and even faux apparitions. In some cases, viewers have reported seeing faces, hands, and other body parts appearing on the screen out of nowhere. While skeptics may dismiss these stories, those who have experienced these encounters can attest to the genuine fear and unease that they inspire. Depending on how you are tuning in, if you enjoy the content, please leave a comment. If you can, subscribe, give a like, or review. It helps the podcast, my YouTube channel, to grow. You can also make that one-time donation. Just think of it as buying me a cup of coffee. I do like my coffee. Now, it is time for you to sit back, relax, lend me your ears, open your mind, and consider the what if as I spin you to tell of the man in the TV. The man in the TV. Dad! I woke up to find him there, holding a blanket like it was his only care. He was tugging at the corners, fingers dancing on the edges like a kid with a toy that has seen better days. The room was dim, with just a sliver of light sneaking in from the door that he had opened only but a moment ago. Hey there, kiddo! Without even thinking, I brightened up the room and glanced at the clock. It was the wee hours, 2.49 to be precise. Something had ruffled his feathers. He was restless, teetering back and forth, looking fanically. I could tell he was in a funk. There's a man in the TV, he proclaimed. 
You tell me that there's a man in the TV? Wait, 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 wait a minute. You mean on the TV, right? No, no, Dad. Son, I think you may have just skipped over the whole, you know, turning the TV off before bed thing. No, Dad, the TV was off. Well, in that case, let me have a look. Can we please get this thing out of my room, Dad? What? You want me to remove the TV? Skipping over the toys and the dolls, my son led me to his new television. I had just installed it in his room. It was a hefty hunk of metal and perched right on top of his dresser. As we drew closer, our reflections warped and twisted. I gritted my teeth at the sight. Oh boy, let me tell you something about my son who has been on my case for an entire year now. He has been begging me, pleading on his knees for him to have a TV in his room. He wanted to watch the Disney Channel. And why? Why may you ask? So he can talk about it with his school friends who have cable. Now I got to be real. It worried me. You know, what if he accidentally stumbled upon an inappropriate show? He is just a young boy, and my mind raced with all the possibilities of what could he be exposed to. But hey, you know, I caved. I gave in. I got him a TV. Dad, I did not want to disturb you. He cried again. The TV was on standby. The red light was flashing, casting an eerie glow on everything. I scrambled to turn on a lamp, feeling uneasy with the red light blinking. All right then, the TV was off, you say. So I started thinking, the poor guy must have had a nightmare. But hold up. This thing is a heavy hunk of metal, and I'm not trying to move it tonight. I asked him straight up, what exactly did you see, son? I saw a man, he said. Okay, but what kind of man? I pressed harder. But he was mysterious and exclusive. How was I supposed to help him if he was not willing to tell me exactly what he saw? Finally, he blurted out, A TV guy! Huh? Now we're getting somewhere, but a TV guy? My teeth were grinding like a power tool, but I could not stay mad at the poor kid. He was quivering like a leaf, and I realized the blame was on me. I mean... I am the one who put the TV in his room. It was just par for the course, the ultimate problem that I now needed to solve. I danced my fingertips across the glass. A delightful zap of energy tingled on my arm. The buzz of the TV was inaudible to my grown-up ears, though I could not imagine dozing off in this bedroom with that commotion. Who could sleep with such a lively gadget at play? I asked my son again, Can you please tell me what did he look like? He resembled a clown, but he was not a clown. 
He had a funky lock of hair that kept falling into his face. And he only came onto the TV screen. Alright then, let us talk about this crazy dream. It was like something out of a horror movie, but I guess, hmm, dreams are just a jumbled up thoughts our brains cannot make sense of during the day. I think you are just having a nightmare. Your brain's trying to work out a problem that you may have been struggling with during the day. It's not some mysterious message from the universe. It's just your neurons, you know, that kind of thing. You'll learn about those in science class. My kiddo might not know what neurons are at the age of six, but hey, that is what we are here for, right? To explain the mysterious mysteries of our minds. Down on my knees I went, my son's panicked face staring back at me. Fear not, my child. This is merely a fragment of your imagination or some such nonsense. It's not real, I promise you. There's no man in the TV. You turned off the TV before climbing into bed, right? That's what you told me? And the TV's off now. Nothing can appear on it. It's simple logic, my son. Can we unplug it just to be sure? My son pleaded again. Of course, my little doubter. Let us rid ourselves of this silly nonsense. As he slipped back into bed and I flicked off the lights, I could see the red glow from the standby light. I could not just let the standby light sit there. So I gave the cord a mighty yank and unplugged it from the wall. Note to myself, a nightlight would be the perfect fix for this problem. A gentle nudge steered me from my slumber. With sleepy eyes, I saw my son standing beside my bed yet again. Hey there, Buttercup. The man is back. It is a total nightmare. And my son shakes his head. I ruffle his hair. Something is clearly bugging him. No one has repeated nightmares, not back to back. So I put on my thinking cap once more, and I start looking at possible reasons. I mean, I would not leave my son hanging like that. Could it be that he is a victim of maybe hmm, schoolyard bullies? I mean, the poor guy's only been in school for, what, a hot minute? Barely a year? I do not know about you, but I cannot even remember what I had for breakfast yesterday let alone how terrifying it might be leaving the comfort of your parents and being surrounded by a bunch of unfamiliar faces. Talk about being thrown into the deep end. It's like being alone in a sea of people. Well, oh, you know that playground politics can be beautiful, right? My kid's no pushover, mind you, but he has never had to deal with this kind of drama before. So naturally, I think he is feeling a bit on edge. When I asked him about how school was going, he did not exactly jump at the chance to disclose information. But I'm no fool. I can see that something is up. Lucky for him, I am here to lend an ear. Hey, kiddo. 
you know, you can always come to me with anything, right? No judgment, no anger, just love. I told you about the TV man, but you did not believe me. But he's back again. I was at a loss for words. How do I tell my six-year-old that not everything is rainbows and unicorns? He still believes in Santa. And I do not want to crush his spirits, but things are not only, you know, impossible, you know. It's like a bad dream come to life. I'm not saying I didn't trust you, my son, but was I was just trying to make sense of it all. You saw a man, right? But it was in your dream. So, you know, I got to ask, are you getting bullied at school? My son, you know, he looked at me. My friends, you know, they, they don't pick on me. No, no, sir. Son, I cannot help but wonder if you're getting played. Think about it. Your friendship, they might be sneaky, you know, sneaking, bullying you, messing with your mind. He looked at me. If they are just clowning with you, you know, suppose, you know, tell me if anyone cares. It can be tough. Then he said to me, We sit at lunch together and talk. Talk about what? I asked. I was bracing myself for some crude humor or teasing. You know, like they were giving him a tough time for being different. I was determined to uncover the root of this issue. Robots and that kind of jazz, you know, the Disney Channel. Disney's the bomb. Huh. Turns out I might have been wrong. Maybe his friends are truly friends. The TV man wants to be my friend too, my son said. He wants to be your friend? How can something work if it's not plugged in? It's like trying to start a car with no gasoline. I tried to explain to my son. I've been there. I've done that. It doesn't work. Okay, son. Let me tell you what. I will hook you up with your cozy blanket and snuggle you up in a little cocoon once more. So that's what I did. As I made my way back to my room, I felt like, you know, I was in a fun house, stumbling and bumbling around. The windows were casting funky shadows, and the silence was deafening. Each corner was draped in a cloak of darkness, making me wonder if there were a sneaky sleeper hiding in the dark. I flipped on the switch my world transformed into a sea of blinding radiance. But as my vision started to adjust, I realized that those menacing shadows were nothing more than mere illusions. I could not much help but chuckle. You know, I chuckled at myself, at my own foolishness. Am I really that gullible? Suddenly, I spotted a picture of my beloved son it was resting on the wall in the hallway. However, I immediately switched off the lights when I heard my son's inquisiting voice. What's going on, Dad? 
he asked. Just checking, son, I replied. To my relief, the nooks and crannies were empty, housing only cupboards, shelves, and decorative items. Not a soul was present in the house. Dad! Well, my heart skipped a beat, and there was my son yet again. His hair was standing on end like a fierce army of knives in the darkness. The man started talking to me again. I just sat there, transfixed, as my son told me this wild tale. My son had an endless supply of energy, even at this ungodly hour. And all the while, the TV, it sat there silent, unplugged, blank, like a spectator taking in the show. I was exhausted, but I had to stray stone for him. It's okay, son. I know you're scared. But remember, we talked about this. It's not real. There's no man on the TV. It's not even on. This is the third time you have woken me up tonight. My vocal cords were wild, higher than I intended them to be. And just like that, he flinched. My precious son has never flinched before. Not with me. I did not want to wake you for fear of making you mad, Dad. Trust me, I'm not lying. My voice reached a yell once again, and I could not help but wonder, why did it get so louder, not softer? All I wanted to do was to soothe him, not yell at him. Hey there, please do not interrupt my sleep again. I've already told you, it's a nightmare. It's not real. Will you agree? It was just a bad dream. I thought we were on the same page, son. Fake things cannot harm. So do not be afraid. Stop making up stories. It's just a dream. How can a man appear on the TV? That's simply crazy, son. With a sudden hush, he became as tight-lipped and his eyes welled with tears. My heart sank an instant. I do not need the TV anymore. Please, Dad, take it away. He was sobbing uncontrollably, tugging at my sleeve. Holy son, I softly breathed. I will have it gone by morning. I left the room and brushed away a hint of tears that were forming in my eyes. Honestly, I was stumped as to how and why I let my emotions get the best of me. I got irritated. I got angry. Was not that, you know, not what a father, no, I was confused. It was a wild rush of adrenaline. Maybe, maybe that's what it was, adrenaline. It was late in the evening, and this was the third time he had woken me up. But why? Why did I shout at my son? As I turned around and took a glance in his way, my eyes beheld a sight of total sadness. 
tears were streaming down his face. In his face, he, he buried it deep within his pillow. My heart sank with regret. I knew I had to make things right. Without hesitation, I dashed back into his room and offered my humble bed for the night. His response was intermediate, a sudden burst of joy as he gave me a giant huge bear hug. It lifted my spirits. Little did I know that the next morning would bring a surprise, for the TV had vanished into thin air. This has been Mysterious Encounters, episode The Man in the TV, with your host, Big Papa J. I do hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed the content, please give it a like, leave a comment, subscribe, maybe even a review. You can also make that one-time donation. Think of it as buying me a cup of coffee. I do like my coffee. Until next time, this is Big Papa J signing off.